Welcome back to the Millennial Ministry Podcast of Village Presbyterian Church. This summer we're engaged in the, uh, the series called Finding My People, and where we're talking about specific Bible characters. This week we are talking about Peter. With me today is Hallie and Trenton, as always, and also Cam, one of our small group leaders. How are you guys doing? Great. Awesome. Doing well. So Hallie, who is Peter? Yeah, so we're talking about Peter from um, from the Gospel of Matthew in uh, chapter 16. Chapter 16, beginning at verse 13. So Jesus is talking to the disciples and asks them, you know, who do people say that I am? This is still when Jesus is like walking around and teaching and preaching and people are being like, who is this guy? He's doing some cool stuff, but can we trust him? Um, and then he asks, who do you say that I am? Which is such a question of faith that we keep asking. Peter is the one that says, you're the Messiah, the son of the living God. And Jesus responds, you know, blessed are you for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter and on you, this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. It's that, you know, like he poses this question, who do you say that I am? He's not posing that question at Peter. He's posing it at the disciples that he's talking to. But it's Peter that jumps back with that answer. Mm -hmm. It's that reactionary way that Peter operates. So Peter's like the one that when Jesus is walking on the water, Peter's the one that like jumps out of the boat and also tries to walk towards Jesus. Like he's like impulsive. He's the guy that's just going to like do the thing. But he starts sinking. And then immediately, you know, he gets scared because of the wind and starts sinking. Like it's always, he's like all in or all out. He's dramatic. You know, I think like for me, one of the biggest things is like, it's not even faith-related, I guess, but career. <laughs> when I was, like, starting to find my way post-school, I would just be all in on whatever I was doing, and then six months later, that's also, like, kind of my personality, but <laughs> it's easy to get burned that way, you know? Yeah. You end up six months later going, why am, how am I here and why am I here? Yeah. And yet, uh, it is that person that Jesus chooses to be the rock that his church will be built on. Right? Like, so what's that about? I don't know, but it's good news. <laughs> it's good news. <laughs> it is. I mean, I think it's hard. Like, I, it's like one of my pet peeves. If you know me, you've heard me talk about this pet peeve is like this idea of work life balance or just really like any balance. Like, I don't, I don't know if I've ever experienced maybe for brief periods of time, like balance and what that feels like. But mm-hmm. the way our world and at least my life and my personality structure is that I am all in on things and then I'm being like, holy crap, I'm sinking. And it's just, it's hard. So Peter probably like, and you guys, I might be wrong in saying this, but like he probably gets a good rap and a bad rap at the same time. But sometimes the excuses that, that I like make in life, especially when it comes to like, like service of others mm. and you're like, Oh, well, things are busy. Work's busy or, you know, whatever. And it's like, if we had a little bit more Peter style faith where it's like, jump all in and instead of just loving people on a like a one saturday a year going to volunteer at the shelter it's like no let's like jump in like i'm in this all the way i don't know that's i just kind of i think about that and how that kind of relates back to the wishy-washy faith that i feel like i i oftentimes have yeah but that's the only way life works is if you can't ball in i mean you can't i've never had anything in my life happen that went well when i was half-assing it Mm. And I mean, one of my favorite lines from Parks and Rec is don't half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. <laughs> and I think that that kind of fits Peter is like, he just does it. And sometimes he looks down and he's like, oh, I'm on water. 
this is not good and starts to sink. But he still knows enough to reach up for Jesus to grab him. And mm-hmm. he remembers that. He has that faith, which I admire. You know, sometimes Peter le- leaps without looking, but at least he at least he leaps. Mm. What I think is interesting, too, here, so just to do a little bit of theology, um, a little deeper theology. So this, this takes place in chapter 16. And in chapter 17, something happens called the Transfiguration. Not Harry Potter style, different thing. So if you look at Peter and John, they're two, they're two of Jesus's, like, main disciples. Main apostles, excuse me. The other ten hang around. Judas, not so great. But uh, Peter and John are the, are, are the top two. And John is what's known as Jesus' beloved. But Peter is the one that Jesus chooses to build the church upon. And it's Peter's style of faith, Peter's style of belief, Peter's style of action that gets that that gets that that notation in the Transfiguration. Both John and Peter get to go up the mountain and see Jesus interact with Moses and Elijah. And see God come out of the clouds and say, this is my son with whom I'm well pleased. And I think that that is, that's key, is that they, that God requires both styles. Mm. But that to be, to be the kind of Christian that we, that we are is to be brash and bold and brave and sometimes even strong-headed like Peter and sometimes quiet and intellectual and thoughtful like John. And I think that that's what this chapter presents. Is it's a dichotomy of what we're supposed to be. Mm. Um, and and I think that we're always struggling to be one or the other. I know for myself, you can probably guess, I'm often more like John. But I know that some of the great things that have happened in my faith life, including uh, this village church and coming to this small group, was when I just cannonballed in the middle of one of your Thursday night meetings and was like, <laughs> I'm here. We're going to be friends now. Congratulations. <laughs> um, and we were like, here, Trenton, do all the things. I mean, and I do some of them. No one's, no one's sitting Trenton on so, missions. It's so interesting though. I mean, to bring John into it, like part of it is that you need both, like you need mm-hmm. all of it. I think part of why we're doing everything we're doing this summer with these small groups. Um, and even in the kind of casual way we're trying to learn about these people is to say it works when you have other people in the mix. Like if it was mm-hmm. all on Peter, Ooh, it'd be a, you know, it'd be a mess. It's the very next section. It's the very next verses where Jesus starts talking about what's about to happen, that he's going to be betrayed and he's mm-hmm. going to be arrested and he's going to be crucified. And Peter starts to rebuke him. And Jesus is like, Nope, mm-hmm. get behind me, Satan. Right? Like he gets called Satan the minute after he gets called, <laughs> the Rock. The Rock. And his name changes. I mean, that's the thing mm-hmm. I think you often... So his, his original name is Simon. Mm-hmm. Then his name changes to Peter, which everyone who's been through kindergarten Sunday school knows no means The Rock. And so he goes through a transformation. Then the next chapter goes through a transformation. And then the next chapter, Jesus starts telling people he's the Messiah mm-hmm. and what's going to happen. It's, this, it's, it's kind of this rolling pattern that Peter kicks off because he's the first one to proclaim, you are the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know why he's saying it. He just... He just knows in his gut, I think, it's true. I mean, he's not, Peter's not the thinker. Yeah. No no disrespect to Peter. I feel like that's like a good indicator that I was reading something the other day by a guy named C.D. Baker, and it was talking about how the question in in this book was like, why can't I have more faith? And I think that's something that growing up in like a very legalistic church setting, it was always like, how can I have more faith? Like, how do I muster, like, how do I Mm -hmm. muster up more faith? Like, how Mm -hmm. can I churn up more faith? Mm -hmm. Read the, read the Bible, go to Bible school, go to, you know, church every Sunday. Like all these things are like processes and like mustering up faith. As you guys are talking, I'm thinking like, okay, so why Peter? Like, why Peter with bold faith? And it's like, well, it's kind of, in a way, it was given to him. You know, it was, it was, mm. it was faith through him 
through God. And I think that when I hear stuff like that, it's comforting because it helps me rest because it helps me go, okay, like I don't have to figure out how to get the faith. I just kind of have to ask for it and, and mm. be in it and kind of like be present in that. And I think that's the small groups. I think that's like you guys said, is a wonderful place to like grow in faith, mm. but it's not something that like we're mustering up. It's something that just being together is, is yeah. giving that to mm. hopefully giving that to everybody, you know, little by little or whatever. But I think going off your point too, it's important to remember. So the, the text that, that we're studying this week and that you're, we're studying in our small groups comes from chapter 16. Jesus called Peter in chapter four. So it's a process. Mm-hmm. This is this is a 12-chapter process, multiple-year process. This didn't happen overnight, and we can't expect it to happen overnight for us either. Mm-hmm. I mean, Peter was the very first disciple called, Peter and Andrew. So he got to see it from the very beginning. Literally, right after Jesus comes out of the desert from being tempted by Satan, boom, Peter shows up. And so I think sometimes we also put a lot of pressure on ourselves, like you were saying, Cam was saying, to want this faith and to want all the faith all of a sudden because we feel like we should we should have it or not being good enough. Mm. And I think that we have to remember that sometimes it just takes patience, a little cannonballing and a little patience. Well, I think too, I mean, so um, one of my favorite things about our, about all of our young adults, but especially our small group leaders this summer is that all of you collectively send me these funny messages. Like, I don't know anything. I need to know all the things. How do you learn the Bible? And I can be like that. Great. <laughs> we all need to know all, all the more things, mm-hmm. but also like to watch Peter, like it is that kind of gut level reactionary, just love, passion, instinctual thing that, that Jesus wants in us, right? Like that Jesus wants for the church, um, that finds important. It's not that Peter is the most learned in the group. Mm-hmm. He's not the most well studied, the most whatever. He, he does it. It's not that he knows all of the things. It's just that, well, I shouldn't say when his back against, is against the wall, his reaction is to jump into the water after Jesus mm-hmm. and to spout out, yes, you are the son of God. It also, you know, goes the other way. Um, he starts to rebuke Jesus and do these things too. But Jesus, I think, is is telling us in this, in this affirmation of Peter that like, yeah, that's what I want. Like, I want that, that relationship, that thing that just says, yes, mm-hmm. I will jump in. Um, and you don't need to know all of the stuff all at once. You can, you can get there together, but just do it. Just lean into it. What I think also you have all of our small group leaders, all of our small groups, all of those have great resources at Village if you have questions. You can always ask. Mm-hmm. You can always ask Callie. You can always ask me. You can always ask the internet. Well, be careful on the internet. Wikipedia is <laughs> Don't not, ask the internet. <laughs> Wikipedia is a dangerous place. Um, ask Cam. But we yeah, have... No, don't ask me. Yeah. We all... We, you have great resources, but I think, you know, faith, even in Hebrews, is defined as belief. It's not mm-hmm. knowledge. It's belief. It's just trusting. You know, I think that there could be an argument made for, made for why... Jesus may have loved John's questions, but he needed Peter's action. Mm. I had a professor one time tell us when we were in graduate school, the world doesn't need more professors. It needs more missionaries. It needs more pastors. And I think that that's what Peter is. Peter is a pastor. Peter's a missionary. He takes care of the people. He takes care of the things that need to be done. Mm. And um, we can we can all learn a lot from him. Mm. And you don't have to be, you know, it's okay to not know. Yeah. And, and it's okay to, to just royally jack it up sometimes, oh, right? God, like yeah. it's Peter's whole thing is that he is also the first one to fall away. And mm-hmm. he is like, he, his impetuousness mm-hmm. gets the better of him, but he comes back. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, I don't know, helpful for us when we have the moment when we're feeling more like the sinner than the saint. That's okay too. 
So if you are wanting to be part of a, a small group or wanting to know more about what we do here at Village Church, go to villageprezya.org. That's villageprezya.org. It's, it's not yaz. It's just yaz. Just, just, just to be clear. True. Just YA. But yaz sounds more fun. <laughs> yaz is the fabulous way of saying it. <laughs> So visit the website, uh, let us know if you want to join, um, and if you do, uh, we'll see you there.